Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. And coming up on today's episode, we're going to have a two-minute drill, of course, uh, regarding all the NFL Week 6 action. I'm going to give you my takeaways, too, on this episode, what all went down this past weekend, and that Monday Night Football showdown between the Cowboys and Chargers. We're going to get all that in this episode here. So we're just going to get started real quick with a two-minute drill. All that starts right now. Ravens defeat the Titans 24-16. Lamar Jackson, 223 passing yards on the day and a touchdown. Commanders defeat the Falcons 24-16 behind Sam Howell's three passing TDs. The Vikings defeat the Bears 19-13 for Cousins had a passing touchdown. Justin Fields uh, exited the game, apparent hand injury. Don't know if this is or maybe even a broken finger on that throwing hand. Bengals defeat the Seahawks 17-13. Joe Burrow only 185 pass yards, but he did throw two TDs in the win. And the upset, Browns defeat the Niners 19-17. They had P.J. Walker as their quarterback. That Browns defense got after Purdy quite a bit. As they fall, Moody had a chance at a game-winning 41-yard field goal, but missed it, sealing the win for the Browns. And McCaffrey and Debo Samuel both exited the game with injuries. So be on the lookout for that as the Niners fall to 5-1. Dolphins defeat the Panthers 42-21. Find two of three passing TDs. And Tyreek Hill six catches, 163 yards, and a touchdown. Jaguars defeat the Colts 37-20. ETN Jr. two rushing TDs. Trevor Lawrence did exit. Well, he didn't exit the game, but there is word about a knee injury that he may have suffered during that game. Quick turnaround. As they play the Saints on Thursday night. Speaking of the Saints, they lose to the Texans 20 to 13. CJ Stroud, two TDs. They're three and three on the year, these Texans team. That's a little surprising team on the come up. Be on the lookout. Raiders defeat the Patriots 21 to 17. Jimmy G at a touchdown pass to Jacoby Myers with two former Patriots hooking up as the win versus their former team. Rams defeat the Cardinals 26 to 9. Kyron Williams, 20 carries, 158 yards, TD, and also a receiving touchdown. Jets defeat the Eagles 20-14. Hurst had three picks, including a bad one there at the end of the game. Brees Hall gets the game-winning rushing TD as they win. Lions defeat the Bucks 26 to find Jared Goff's 353 pass yards and a two TDs. Two TDs. Bills defeat the Giants on Sunday night 14-9 in an ugly one with Diggs had a, 10 catches and 100 yards on the day. So there you have it. There's your week two, or excuse me, week six <laughs> two-minute drill. And... What a week, especially that Sunday night football game. What in the world was that? That was horrible. Josh Allen and those guys, I don't know what they were doing against that Giants team, but it was pretty pathetic. Um, also on this week, we had a couple teams on a bye, you know, Steelers and Packers. They were the bye week teams. And no longer do we have an unbeaten team. Everybody now has at least one loss because the Niners and Eagles lost in crazy upset there. So we're going to get into here um, the week six takeaways. But first here, you know, if you're new, we're going to do a two-minute drill every week regarding the action. So be sure to check us out. New episodes are airing every Tuesday and Friday. And we're available on all streaming platforms. Check out the website at sportstalkfromthecrib.com. You get the latest news in regards to the sports around the around the world, you know. So um, figure us out on – follow us. I can't speak today. Follow us on social media. I feel the entertainment is FTHE, man. It's on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and X. So, all right, let's get into a little bit more of this week six biggest takeaways. And the biggest takeaways are these. The Niners losing to the Browns on the road. 
the Eagles losing in like horrendous fashion there to the Jets on the road. That stinker of a Sunday night football game. And you know, how about them Cowboys being the Chargers on Monday night, 20 to 17. So let's start with the Niners. Is this a big deal or not? Brock Purdy finally came back down to earth. Like we all kind of expected, like, when is this going to happen? This guy can't really be that good and be putting up these kind of numbers and not having an off game or at least something. So he, on that day versus the Browns, he was 12 of 27. 100, what do you have? He only had like 120 yards TD. Threw an interception. He got sacked three times. It wasn't a pretty game by all means. And now McCaffrey exited the game with an oblique injury. It's probably something else. Debo, I think, was a shoulder injury. So those are two big guys on offense that you really can't afford to be missing. He knew it was only a matter of time. McCaffrey's been getting the bulk of these carries. He's been their entire offense, both in the run game and the passing game for the first six weeks of the season. So it's only a matter of time. This guy, he may get banged up. He's known for injuries. May try to spell him a little bit. Stop trying to overuse him there, Kyle Shanahan, because you're definitely going to need him through the stretch run at the end of the season. But that's going to be injuries to watch out. Is it time to really panic? No, it's their first loss of the year. The Niners are still good. You know, that Cleveland Browns defense is really underrated. Miles Garrett and those guys are kind of scary coming after the quarterback. Jim Schwartz, the coordinator, has those guys playing some ball. Now, if they just get their offensive side going, you know, it'd be Cleveland could be a pretty decent team. Um, But... Niners, I wouldn't think too much into it. If we were not really be talking about it, the guy who made that 41-yard field goal, Purdy actually got him in the, in the uh, field goal range in the final seconds to make that happen. They missed it as time expired. So that just goes to tell you that. I mean, they were like, it's just a way from getting that uh, game-winning field goal and staying undefeated. But anything can happen on any given Sunday in the NFL, as we can tell. So I'm not really going to panic on the Niners. They still got a great team. Uh, now McCaffrey misses some time. That's a big, big loss on their um, offensive side of the ball. So they may struggle a lot more. That defense will have to carry him if he does miss any time. So be on the lookout for that. So Niners, not worried. Not worried about them in that division. Division is theirs, definitely. It's Seattle. You know, Rams, Cardinals, there ain't really too much going on out there in the uh, NFC West at all. So, Niners, no worries whatsoever. Now, the Eagles, on the other hand, they dropped a 5-1. Wow. Time to panic there? Not really. Kind of, because I feel like Jalen Hurst just really hasn't had this great game yet. Like, it just seems like... You know, last year you saw a lot of it, but they made it to the Super Bowl regardless. When you run these little RPOs, pull the ball back, and being pass happy and not being more balanced and running the ball, I just feel like he just wants to tuck it for himself sometimes. And it's what costs them games. Take a look at this stat. You know, he threw three interceptions. I mean, a couple of them were really, really bad, including the one at the end of the game that set up the Jets returning all the way to the eight-yard line and Brees Hall punching it in. Why 
are you calling a pass in that situation on third down? Because you just let the clock roll. You got a minute, some change left. Are you really going to trust Zach Wilson to drive the ball 50, 60 yards to get in field goal range for the win? I, I'll take my chances. He hasn't shown much all year, so why, why, why not put yourself in that kind of situation? But anyways, take a look at this stat from yesterday's game. Hertz had eight carries for 47 yards. The team as a whole had 22 carries and 80 yards. So you got 33 yards and only 14 carries from, say, DeAndre Swift. He had 10 of them. Boston Scott and Gainwell had two apiece. So run the ball. Nick Sirianni, run the ball. How does he have more, Jalen Hurts get more carries than almost DeAndre Swift? And DeAndre Swift's been balling this year. Guy's been crazy. He's playing for his hometown. Why not give him the ball a little bit more? Give game with a bit ball a bit more. Run it. You were the best team in the NFL in running the ball last year. I just don't get why you're passing the ball. Yes, the Jets were without Sauce Garner and DJ Reed, so you just thought you could just sling the ball around well. Now when that defensive line's getting after you, putting pressure on Hurts, forcing them out of the pocket. And that was the difference in the game. Forcing him to make bad decisions. And throwing the ball over 40 times, the Eagles don't win when Hurts does that. They they're win, They just don't win. Keep the um, attempts down. And, I mean, you can't have 45 attempts. You just can't have 45 attempts in the game you are had in the bag. Like three different times in that fourth quarter, besides the pass the ball. I got to get sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes these teams could get too carried away and wanting that to happen, which it's going to lead to my next one after this. You know, the Buffalo Bills, they like to do the same thing. You know, teams, it looks so great. They just make bogus offensive calls sometimes. That is, this makes you scratch your head. Like, what were you thinking? That's why we bring up this segment. It's like, what were you thinking? Because it doesn't make sense. It's easy for me to say that, sit on my couch, watching the game, or sitting behind this microphone talking about it, right? But everybody knows when you watch the game, you're like, why? Why? Every fan in the stands has their hands on their head like, why? Let's get in the game and get out. Sometimes you got to win ugly. It's like, hey, it's not my night throwing the ball. We're getting out of here. We're going to run the ball and get out of here. And that's what I think some of these teams just fall victim of. But is the panicking for the Eagles? No, because even though the Cowboys won Monday night, yeah, they're only, um, yeah, I don't, I don't trust them. You know, they're always an accident waiting to happen. I still think it's the Eagles' division to have, and I expect them to still win about twelve games, thirteen games. Like I don't expect the Eagles to really lose much unless they play like that. Jets defense is good. There's something about the Jets defense. They've held what well, they have, Pat Mahomes. They've held now Josh Allen. They've held Jalen Hurts. They all three quarterbacks in a row. I think I have a QBR under 60 or something crazy. It's these MVP candidates and people that won these players that won the MVPs the last few years. Jets defense is stopping them. You got Aaron Rodgers on the sideline, creeping up, high-fiving people, walking up and down. He may return a lot earlier than you think. 
So on the flip side for the Jets, you got kind of excited. You end up again three and three going to the bye week. Hey, Jets fans are kind of looking up and smiling a little bit going into the bye week. So that's good for the Jets. You get into 500, head into the bye week, rest up, get healthy. Maybe Aaron Rodgers comes back in a few weeks, huh? No, that's way too early. But he's he's really looks like he's eyeballing that. And then and about the next two months, like I'm ready to play. So kind of hold down the fort so I can get back. The Eagles, no time to panic. They're the same way as 49ers. Yes, they lost the first game of the year, but we're not panicking because they're still still a team that beats in the NFC. So somebody else tells us otherwise. Now let's talk about those Buffalo Bills. They escaped one Sunday night. Man, are they lucky? Talk about playing so bad against the Giants, who starting Tyrod Taylor as their quarterback. Saquon Barkley came back, had a couple of nice runs. Josh Allen struggled. 19 of 30, 169 yards, two touchdowns. Hunter of them went to Stefan Diggs. So he had 69 passing yards to everybody else on the team. They ran the ball a little bit better. Cook has 71 yards on 14 carries. So they did run the ball a little bit. Had a little scary incident, and it's, uh, it was kind of very sad, but it seems like he's okay, which is good. Damian Harris went off on the field with a neck injury. He's been valuable for a concussion, too. So thoughts and prayers out to him. And it's just sad to see another Buffalo player like that happen to on that field. Very scary. So, um, so maybe something they really need to look at. This is the second year in a row this has happened on that field. I know it's a freak accident, but um, it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just something, the atmosphere there. Like, I don't know. It's just really weird uh, for that to happen again. Um on that field, but um, good things. He's all right. He's doing good in the hospital. But anyways, uh, let's get on this. Like Buffalo, Tyrod Taylor for the New York. You got lucky. Set, uh, right before halftime, they were down to one yard line twice. One at the end of the first half, and one at the end of the second half to win the game. Before halftime, fourteen seconds to go. They check to a run play, get tackled and bounce. And clock runs out. They don't get any points out of it. Here we go. Fourth quarter. Driving. Get down the one yard. Pass interference call. Now, in the very last play of the game, the quarter really did hold Darren Waller there. That should have been in a flag for interference anyways. But again, at the one yard line, you get a couple shots and you fail. Pills escaped. Imagine getting down to one yard line before halftime, before and to win the game, late in the fourth quarter after doing all that work, and yeah, fail. It's embarrassing. The Giants' offense is so embarrassing. Like it's so Brian Dabble. Like I don't know what he's doing with his calls, and I know he's maybe his players aren't communicating well enough and executing. But damn man, what are you doing with this team? This does. It was it's horrible to watch. As for the Bills, they luck out. They're still four and two. If they win games like this, all that matters is that W in the win column. It's not an L. You escaped. <laughs> and you got super lucky. And majority of it is this. This team for some reason 
it's the same way. It's the Bills way, like this Eagles, like you see in the Chargers as well. Like it's just Cowboys. Like you see these teams try to take, you just look at them. They're going to take the next step. Like, damn, this team looks good. They'll go on a three, four week stretch where you're like, wow. Then you go on a game comes up and they play horrible. And you just scratch your head. Like, who was that out there? That's not them. And then it kind of lingers into another game. You're just like, well, after that big showing last week, and you lost, and then you're letting up all these yards of defense, then you can't sack the quarterback, then you can't throw the ball, then you could do in turnovers, and it's like the swings of teams sometimes is so inconsistent. You're just like, um, I'm just going back to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl versus, you know, whomever, like, same teams. Like, because that's just the teams that this seem to execute down the stretch well. You know, and it's... Uh, you just have to go that way because these teams are so inconsistent, like the Bills. Put it together in back-to-back weeks. Get back. Like, I don't know if they yeah, still had jet lag from their trip in London when they lost to the Jaguars or whatever it was, but they played horrible. I mean, he has a QBR of 45.9 last... Um, Sunday night, like, come on, like, we'll see what it is going forward and see if they can bounce back. But it's just so weird sometimes as to this, the, the swings of these teams from a week to week basis. All right. Now for the last subject of the day, let's get into the Monday night showdown. It's just call it what it is. The Cowboys defeat the Chargers 20 to 17 and watching the game that Prescott did play better. He got the ball to Brandon Cooks. He got to Michael Gallup. He got it to C.D. Lamb had a big night. Tony Pollard had a big, long catch and run. Dolph, I mean, the don't said Dolphins, because that's my team. <laughs> but the Cowboys actually played way better on offense. I mean, going against the Chargers team, that's a struggle on defense. Brandon Staley, defensive guy, for some reason, can't get this star Chargers defense to play right, especially when it matters most at the end of games. This for some reason, it's let it all up. So they got the game-winning field goal. Chargers had a chance at the end. Her- Herbert's just getting this killed all of a sudden, and because uh, the Cowboys have started, you know, teeing off, and he got that interception in the last drive, the minute half left, and the Cowboys wouldn't on Monday night. It was a great game. We had some big plays also from the Chargers. Like Justin Herbert just looked off. Yeah, Keenan Allen wide open with some crazy moves he made in the outside, but he overthrew him both times. This seemed like they couldn't connect on that big play. Couldn't get the run game going still. They're still struggling with that. Aside from their week one when they played the Dolphins, that was the only time they um, seemed to run the ball really well. And Austin Eckler actually came back for this game. This is his first game back since week one. And coming off a bye, all the preparation. Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator, going against, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy calling the plays. Who's going to be, they're bound to each other. Like, you would think the Chargers would have come out. This is the game you got to win. You're at home, facing a great team. I know they're coming off a horrible loss to San Francisco in the previous week. But it's like, you got to answer the bell. You got two weeks to prepare. And you're still the same old, same old Chargers. Can't win in the in the fourth quarter. Herbert looks great, then all of a sudden he can't do anything. Like I think that finger was actually kind of bothering him. I know it's on his left hand, 
but I think the finger splint on his left middle finger there was really bothering him um, more than you would think. But it's no excuse. You'd be overthrowing, not getting the run game going, kind of calling the same plays. It's just like you got to do better coming off a bye. And that's that. And what sucks down is now you're two and three. And you got to go to Kansas City next week. So that's a must-win really game for you guys to stay up in the division and try and stay up in those playoff hopes. Because these are uh, it's gonna be neck and neck. These teams aren't going away anytime soon. There's gonna be a lot of teams at the end of the year, you know, fighting for that final playoff spot. And the Chargers could be one of them fighting for that wild card spot. They don't get their act straight going in. Now for the Cowboys, great win. They got a lot of things moving on offense. It was a lot better. Now they go into their bye feeling positive. With this win, and um, they face the Rams when they come out of the bye in a couple of weeks. So, great win for the Cowboys to get back on it, and the team still is really good when they when they like gel. Like I said, they're kind of like the Bills. Like the Cowboys have a great defense; they can get after the quarterback with Micah Parsons and Marcus Lawrence, and like these guys are good. You gotta do it consistently. You can't do what happened last week, right? It's like what we always say. Is like I'm tired of repeating myself with the same old song and dance type of thing. But like, let's get some consistency out here, please. You know, we we're trying to pick who we want to be in the playoffs and go on that run for the Super Bowl, but it's so hard to deter here in the NFL. Usually the teams we thought will come up back on top. So Cowboys accident waiting to happen. They may go on a roll here, feeling good about themselves, but they may start fading. You know, you never know, but it's all right. Chargers, on the other hand, you guys got to get it together. All right, now do it for today's episode. And thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Career with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember, we're New episodes are every Tuesday and Friday. Check out the website at sportstalkfromthecrib.com where you can stream the podcast and check out the latest blog entries. Remember, know we're available on all streaming platforms. So wherever you want to listen to your podcast, you can listen to it on that platform. Check out the social media network at Feel the Heat Entertainment. Feel the Heat ENT. It's on Instagram, Facebook, X, and YouTube. Check us out on there and give us a follow, subscribe. Thank you all for joining me here again. I'll catch you all on Friday's episode. Peace out.